food and nutrition experts are here to help with help from our friends at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. This is Eat Right Radio. Here's Melanie Cole, MS. Those who have an unhealthy obsession with otherwise healthy eating may be suffering from orthorexia, which literally means fixation on righteous eating. Orthorexia can be a serious eating disorder. It often starts out as an innocent attempt to eat more healthfully, as we'd all like to do. But orthorexics become fixated on food quality and purity. My guest today is Marjorie Nolan Cohn. She's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and spokesman for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Welcome to the show, Marjorie. So tell us a little bit about orthorexia. In this day and age, we all hear about so many of the benefits of eating healthy. When does it cross over into that unhealthy line? Uh, hi, uh, thanks for having me. It's, it's such a great question because that line is really just a big old gray area. The, um, I think the, the main thing that we have to uh, take into consideration when evaluating if someone has crossed the line from trying to be a healthier person, engage in a healthier lifestyle, versus orthorexia or uh, otherwise an eating disorder is, is one, they medically compromised? Have they lost too much weight? Um, is there something else going on? Is there some sort of injury because of over-exercising? And or are they malnourished because now they've cut out so many different foods and food groups? The other thing that we have to evaluate for, and usually these happen at, you know, at the same time, is are they missing out on a quality of their life that they once were able to engage in, like going out to restaurants with friends and family or otherwise socializing, but instead now they have to go to the gym or um, they're so obsessed with food and the quality of their food that they can't eat anything other than if they've made it themselves. Are we looking at this as sort of an OCD because, you know, the quality, the purity of the food, the intense, you know, the intensity of reading those labels, making sure or being completely so vegan that, you know, nothing else is allowed to enter in. Is that along the lines of OCD or is it more along the lines of disordered eating or both? Well- it can be both. Um, what we do see, and I personally see with a lot of my clients, is that the obsession with an eating disorder and the types of food very much does take on an OCD-type quality. Now, some clients that I have are diagnosed with OCD, and that's, that's part of their, um, their medical history and something that needs to be dealt with in a therapeutic manner with their therapist as well as in nutrition counseling. However, um, the obsession with the food, if that's the only obsession in their life, let's say they're not obsessed with cleaning their house or um, keeping paperwork in order or other areas, then we wouldn't diagnose that person with OCD. Um, But the, the eating disorder itself does, take on OCD qualities for most people, at least to some degree. Now, if you, you know, some people think when they have somebody who is a vegan or who really likes to eat healthy, they get a lot of crap from people, you know, oh, don't be so sanctimonious, you know, you're so holier than thou about your eating habits. But when do you actually notice that the person that that it has crossed the line, and what do you do about it? it? I mean, if you suggest it to that person, wouldn't it seem like they would just right away say, 
oh, well, you know, you you just are jealous at the way I eat so healthy. It's got a different tone to it, Marjorie. It does, because orthorexia uh, is, is a really um, sort of, in terms of eating disorders, is a, is a really convenient way to mask an eating disorder. In fact, the person who struggles with orthorexia quite often may not even realize that this has gone beyond healthy eating into a dangerous place. And so um, really looking at other variables or factors in that person's life in terms of has this gone too far, it may not be about the food in particular, but are they missed, like I said earlier, are they missing out on social engagements? Um, is there that sort of righteous attitude about food? Or um, does the person have severe anxiety or stress from eating something outside of their comfort zone? You know, to not be able to have ice cream with your friends on a hot summer day, even though you want to eat it, but because you're worried about the quality of the food, uh, those are just some examples of, of ways that you can sort of detect if this has gone too far. Because the reality is it, it can go unnoticed for a very long time, and it is because of the general um, perspective and way that Americans are eating now and putting more of a, a focus on health. It, it is deemed and looked at as sometimes a positive thing. Well, it certainly is, and that's why it's got such an unusual quality about it. What's the road to recovery like, Marjorie? How do you get somebody, you know, you don't want to start them on junk, but maybe move them into a little bit more animal proteins, get them to eat just a little bit, you know, of multigrain bread or things that they've really completely cut out of their diet because of this, you know, fixation on on perfect food. Well, as a dietitian, this is definitely my area of specialty, and uh, the way I work with clients uh, is I, I really take a, a specific list of what they are not eating any longer. What have they eaten and enjoyed in the past that they aren't allowing themselves now? And we literally do this by date. We, we put it in order of foods that they've init- they initially started restricting or cutting out to the most recent. And it's basically working backwards, starting from those foods that they've cut out the most recently and then progressing to the foods that they initially cut out. So maybe someone recently cut out, I don't know, eggs or egg whites or, you know, organic fish, but one of the first foods they cut out is pizza. So it makes sense to me to start to add those foods that have been the most recent back in, and it really goes one at a time slowly and and doing it in a controlled environment. I often have meals and snacks with my clients and work through the emotional experience they have when they're eating that food. And sometimes it's really powerful and anxiety-provoking and upsetting. And sometimes it's a lot easier than they realize. But we have to start with, with those initial foods first and kind of work from there. Well, and that's the the hardest part about any disordered eating is it's unlike alcohol addiction or, you know, any of these others, you have to eat. And so when you're working with somebody like this, is it similar to anorexia in that they've got those fears, that uncomfortable feeling from eating things they feel that they're not supposed to? Does it lend itself to b- b- bulimia 
once they start getting recovered. It can. That's very interesting thing with eating disorders, which is similar to other addictions in that it can cross lines. Someone who started out with anorexia, who's starting to try to recover and, and working on um, becoming healthier, might then phase to orthorexia and, and be eating more and be eating enough calories, but have a fixation on the quality of them and or vice versa, as well as binge eating and, and bulimia. I mean, I've had clients that have gone through anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating over the course of their eating disorder. So it's really non-discriminating in that way, and it can, it can go in, in many different directions. In just the last 30 seconds, if you would, Marjorie, give your best advice for people suffering with orthorexia or someone they love, they may be sensing some of those red flags. The first thing to do is call a therapist. Look online, look on your insurance company, and see if you can find someone who has a background in eating disorders and get an assessment. That person should have the resources to refer you to a doctor, a dietitian, a psychopharmacologist who can help build a treatment team for you to, to really get over this disorder. Thank you so much. That's great information. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our great friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.